This is the Tyson Durfee Show. Compete, lead, and become a champion. Welcome to the show, everybody. I know that you're a champion. I know that you're a winner. I know that you're an overcomer because you are here today listening to this right now. And today is all about one decision away. Listen, you are one decision away from that dream job, that amazing life, that amazing run at a rodeo. It takes one decision to literally change your life to go from a negative to a positive. And that's what it's all about today. It's all about making that one decision that you need to go to the very next level. But also, it's about identifying that decision that you need to make to get there. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story. When I was a kid, you know, we worked really hard. We didn't have a lot. My parents were really struggling to make it ends meet. Uh, Their relationship was kind of volatile. And it was just a little bit of, you know, chaos. And I don't tell you that to make you feel bad for me or anything like that, but I tell you that to show you no matter where you're at, you can go and be an overcomer. You can be an achiever. And for me, you know, I didn't know about all this personal growth stuff. I didn't know about overcoming, achieving. I didn't know that one decision, one movement, one action could change literally my entire life. And so I'm going to rewind. I'm going to go back to my childhood as I do so many times in these episodes, because I hope, again, that a story about my life can help you in your life, wherever you may be at. I had just moved to my dad's house from my mom's house. My parents had divorced when I was very young. And I came from an urban environment to a country environment overnight. And I'd been doing it most of my life. I'd been living with my mom throughout the week. And then at the weekend, I would just go and live with my dad. And I went from being a, a skater kid, long hair, mullet, you know, that whole stuff, MC hammer pants to being country kid, you know, jeans, boots, long sleeve shirt, all that. And I was kind of caught between these two worlds. Well, living with my mom, I did not listen to my mom. I ran the streets. I stole things. I remember in kindergarten, I actually cussed out my teacher in kindergarten. Yeah, so you could, that'll just give you a little bit of a context as to where I was at and where I came from. And I got so bad by the time I was in just graduated fourth grade or just got out of fourth grade. It got to a point where my mom was like, hey, you know, I just can't handle this kid anymore. He's getting too wild. He's getting too out of control. Not to mention... He's in every learning disability class that there is in school. So they made this decision that I was to go live with dad. And for me, I was embarrassed about being in learning disability classes. I couldn't read. I was dyslexic. And I didn't really want people to know that I wasn't, you know, a a sharp kid. And, And to be honest, it wasn't that I wasn't sharp. It was that I just did not apply myself. And I didn't understand about dyslexia. I didn't understand about being ADD. Nobody diagnosed me or even told me about any of that stuff. So I just really didn't know how to handle myself. To make a long story short, I went from living with my mom in an ultra-urban environment to living with my dad in the country. My dad sat me down. He said, Tyson, you're going to get straight A's and you're going to be on the honor roll. And I'm thinking, (laughs) yeah, right, dad. That's not going to happen to me because I've never gotten a decent grade in my life. I mean, maybe PE. PE, I probably got a good grade. But anywhere else, I didn't. And when he told me that, it was like stone, rock-hard cowboy looking me at the, in the face saying, Tyson, you're going to do this or your life's going to be tough. It's going to be difficult. You're not going to like it. 
And much like I did with everything else in my life at that point, it just went in one year and out the other. And, you know, going into the first, you know, month or so of school, I'm, I'm starting to inch the grades up. And I know that I got to report my grade card to dad at the end of the quarter. Well, the deal was between my dad and I that I had to be on the honor roll and I had to have all A's and B's. That's literally what our deal was. And it wasn't like I agreed to this deal. It was when they told me and basically said, your life's going to be miserable if it doesn't happen. And he also told me that when I'm riding horses in the barn and when I'm working horses or I'm working, you have to either be working beside me or you have to be studying. And to most people, that doesn't sound like a lot. But my family comes from an extreme you know, hard work ethic. My dad would work from early in the morning till really late at night, every single day. No vacation, seven days a week. I remember many Christmases working, you know, 16 hours a day on Christmases. So just to tell you, that's kind of where I came from. So I remember studying social studies definitions, and it's like maybe 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. And I remember the very last uh, social studies definition that I read, it was a saga, and I had wrote down beside it what it meant. It said, long stories that the Vikings told about the great deeds, and I fell asleep. Now, I'm on the couch. I got the TV going. I was probably watching some old cassette tapes because we didn't really have any TV or something like that. And the next thing I remember is I woke up, and my dad has got me by the back of the neck, and he's whipping me with a pig and string. And for those of you that don't know what a pig and string is, it's, it's just a thin rope that we use in the rodeo industry. And he whipped me several times uh, and he sent me to my room and I was just devastated. I couldn't believe that, you know, I would get my butt handed to me like that or that my dad whipped me like that. And as he sent me away, he said, you broke, the, you broke your promise, you broke the deal. And my dad has always been very big on his word. If he makes a promise, if he shakes somebody's hand, if he looks him in the eye and says something, that's the way it's going to be. Well, I remember going to sleep that night thinking my dad like hated me. Like I couldn't believe he would do this. And throughout that night, I, I, you know, I cried. I was a little kid. I was probably, I don't know, 12, 11, something like that. I cried myself to sleep. I got these welts all over my butt, all over my legs, all over my back. Because every time he'd try to hit me, uh, with the rope, I would just jump a little bit to try to get away from it. And I I just couldn't believe that this happened. You know, I thought, this is my new normal. Like, I used to go run the streets at night. Like, I used to go hang out with the neighborhood kids. I, we would, you know, just do whatever we wanted. I didn't have structure. I didn't have anything like that. And I remember going to school the next day, and it hurt to sit down. Like, literally for a day or two, it hurt to sit down because I had all these these welts all over me. Looking back at that now, before I go into any more of this story, it was the best thing that ever happened to me, by far. In today's society, way over the line. But back then, you know, if you didn't do what your dad said and you essentially just didn't obey his commands, you were going to get spanked. You were going to get whipped. Now, my dad's choice was a pick and string because that's probably what he had laying around. And, and it was the best thing that happened to me because it made me choose a different path in life. It made me, you know, make a different decision. From that day forward, I went on and I was like, you know what? I'm scared of my dad. I think he's going to whip the tar out of me. Maybe he doesn't like me that much. That's okay. But I am not going to fall asleep studying and I am not going to get, 
you know, D's and F's anymore. My dad straightened me out that night with one whipping. It's the only time he ever had to really whip me hard. And he straightened me out. You see, I made one decision after the night that night because I was actually scared. I was, I, I literally was scared of my dad. And fast forward years to come, I go from getting all D's and F's, every learning disability class, the kid that used to hang out in the hall until right before the bell would ring. And then when the halls would clear, I'd jump into class because I didn't want anybody to see me going into the learning disability class. I didn't want the cool kids to know that I couldn't read. I didn't want anybody to know that I put words backwards and I was way behind and that I was on the border of failing out. See, I didn't like any of that. To me, that whipping that my dad gave me made me just make a decision and take action that, you know what? I might be behind right now, but I'm going to get my butt in gear. You see, if I tried to do that on my own, I'd be like every other person out there lying to themselves saying, I'll do it when this happens or when the time's right, then I'll do it. No, I was forced to make one decision that changed my life. I eventually got out of learning disability classes. I eventually went on to high school. I graduated with honors. I had an all A's and B's all the way through school. When I graduated, I got the white tassel. There was a few of us that got that. Basically mean that meant that you had a certain percentage on your grades all the way through high school. After high school, I began to apply myself. I speak three languages now. I wanted to go on and be successful in roping. There was another one decision that I had to make. My sophomore year, I go to the National High School Finals. I make it to the short go, and I wanted to do so good for my dad, so bad. It, it was burning inside me, but I was nervous. I was scared. I did not know what to do. I backed into the box in the short go, and my head got in the way. I missed my calf to easily win second in the nation, easily. I decided when I left that day that I was never going to let pressure get to me ever again. I made a decision. One decision. I said, I'm going to practice my tail into the ground. I'm going to get up before everybody else. I'm going to work extra hard. I made one decision that, again, changed my life. The first one was that I was going to apply myself no matter what. I made that one decision out of fear of my father. The second decision was when I failed in extreme pressure, I made one decision that I was not going to let that happen again. I was going to read every psychology book that I can get my hands on. I was going to study. I was going to practice. I was going to become the best that I possibly could. It was one decision, guys, that changed my life. One decision might happen this year. Another decision might change next year. But what could your life look like if you make that one decision and you put in the effort to be great, to be good? Would you make your family proud of you? Would you make your friends proud of you? Would you become financially independent? Would you win that state high school championship? Would you place at a rodeo? It takes one decision to change your life. It takes one decision to move forward. No matter what you do, I don't care if you're a football player, you like to show horses, you're a school teacher, you're overweight, your marriage is collapsing right now. It takes one decision to change it all. Now that one decision has to be followed up with action. Instant and massive action. You must take it. Every time I made that one decision in my life to go be better, it was always met with massive action. That massive action went forward and it changed my life because I was hungry. I say, you know what served me in the past will not serve me in the future. What happened to me back then does not dedicate and dictate my future. Where I was is not where I'm going. 
And the one thing that I did every single time was make one decision to change my life. I want to get this through your head, guys. I want you to realize that you can create anything in this life that you want. If you're going through financial pressure right now, maybe that one decision for you is to learn how to save your money and not to spend it all. If you're going through financial pressure right now, maybe that one decision is to learn how to increase your income. If your marriage is in shambles, maybe that one decision is to speak openly and wholeheartedly with your, with your wife. If you're not winning at competition right now, maybe that one decision is, all right, I, I, I'm going to put in the work. I'm going to put in the effort. Yeah, I've worked on my craft. Yeah, I'm patterned. Yeah, I know the mechanics, but I don't understand the mindset. Maybe that one decision for you today is to go work on your mindset. And you say to yourself, well, how do I do that? Like I want to make that one decision, but how do I do it? I have no idea what or how to do it. It's always started with action. You must take action. Don't wait. The opportunity to improve yourself may not be here tomorrow. Do not wait. Move forward. Take action. Read the book. Watch YouTube videos. Study people. If you want to learn about mindset, go into my content on social media. I talk a lot about mindset. There's also a million other people about mindset that are out there. Tony Robbins is great. Ed Milet's great. T.D. Jakes is great. Eric Thomas is great. There are so many people out there that can help you out with mindset. If it's marriage, go find the best and try to learn from them. If you can't get in contact with them directly, read their work. Read it. Get out there and read books. Watch YouTube videos. There's always something that you can do. You see, the enemy is out there trying to rob you from making this one decision to change your life. He's trying to get you to stay exactly right where you are. That way you lose. And see, I know that you're not a loser. I know that you don't want to stay where you're at. I know that you want to go out there and win. If you're a roper, go improve your roping. If you're a speaker, go improve your speaking. Ask yourself, how can I become a better speaker? How can I connect and motivate people more? See, these are questions that I've had to ask myself, and I reflect on them every single day. How can I get better? How can I grow? How can I add value to other people's lives? Oh, that's a big one for me. I have a firm desire to help and motivate and inspire people out there. There have been so many days I don't even know where to start. I grew up around cornfields, literally. Cornfields surround one side of me and horses and cattle the other. I know nothing about motivating and pushing and inspiring people. I'm just a product of YouTube. I'm a product of books. What can you be a product of? You see, we live in the digital age that any piece of information that you need is at the tip of your fingertips. But you can't just consume it. Do not sit back and consume it. Go out there, consume it, and put something into practice. You must put it into practice. You make that decision. You consume the media, whether it be a book, a YouTube, a mastermind group, or getting around positive people. And you got to ask yourself, what can I apply today to make that decision a reality? What can I apply today to make myself better? What can I do in this very moment? What is something that my idol would be doing? Let's say you're a bodybuilder, right? I want to be a bodybuilder, but you know, I don't have a problem spending five hours in the gym every day and taking all the supplements and I have the ability to sit back and, and eat what I need to eat and to do what I need to do to get the muscles, but I have no stage persona. Ask yourself, what would Arnold tell me to do? What would Arnold tell me to do? Maybe you're a basketball player. Maybe you don't have a problem like LeBron James shooting 500 shots before practice every day. You see, you got to do the hard work first. 
Ask yourself, in the situation that I'm in, what would LeBron James tell me? What would Kobe Bryant tell me? What would Michael Jordan tell me? If you're a roper, you don't have a problem putting in the hours in the practice pen. You don't have a problem, you know, roping the dummy or flanking and tying. But what would the legend tell me? What would Tyson tell me? What would Joe Beaver tell me? What would Strand Smith tell me? What would Tough Cooper tell me? And the reason I say all this is every time I've been backed in a corner, I knew I needed to make a decision. I looked at my idol within that industry. I dissected their career down. And I just envisioned myself sitting in a room with that amazing individual. Man, I got 20 minutes of his time. I got 30 minutes of his time. And we're just having a conversation. And I asked him directly, you know, this is where I'm at. This is where I want to go. This is the work ethic that I have. This is what I'm willing to put in. Where do I go from here? Where do I go from this moment right now? Do I keep moving forward in the path that I'm doing? Am I doing it all right? Give me some guidance. Give me some mentorship. Help me out here. Where do I go from here? And then I would just visualize in my mind that thing that they said back. And if they said, Tyson, you're doing great. You're doing amazing things. You're working hard. You just got to stay the course. You got to keep moving. Got to keep moving forward. But you need to do this, this, and this. Yes, you got to work hard, but you got to work smart. Then I would see it. I would feel it. I would trust it. I would implement it. If the person that I was trying to find out about or get mentorship from had a book, I would read their book. If they did YouTube videos, I would listen to their YouTube videos. Any type of thing that they put out, I would consume it because you know what? I was hungry and I knew that just one decision would change my life. As I know, one decision will change your life. The reason I do these podcast episodes is because I want to motivate and inspire you to be the very best that you can possibly be. I also feel a calling from God to be doing this. I'm not here to preach to you about your faith or tell you what you should or shouldn't believe, but I want you to know that I'm living my purpose whether anybody listens to this because I'm following what my passion is. If a million people listen to this, that's amazing. That's awesome. If two people listen to this, that's okay too. I like it. I love it. And I want some more of it. It to me is so exciting to get on here and to, to talk and to share my life stories and try to motivate and push you guys. And listen, do not miss out on the point that you are one decision away from changing your life. You're one decision away from getting out there and making more money. You're one decision away from being a champion. You're one decision away from healing that relationship. You're one decision away from winning that rodeo. You're one decision away from being an amazing athlete or winning in business. You got to put in the work, guys. And it always starts after that one decision. You have to go back and you got to take action. Okay. One decision, take action, consume anything that you can get from the person that you think is the best in that industry. Visualize yourself sitting in a room with them asking, what would you do in this situation? Listen to their answer. Chances are you know what their answer is going to be if you can read their books, if you've listened to their YouTube videos, if you've consumed each and everything that you possibly can to get better. And then you guys, you just take it, apply it, and use it. And if you fail, that's okay. Pick your butt back up and keep going. The difference between a champ and a chump is the length of your slump. If you fall, if you fail, if you go through hell, just pick your butt up and keep going. Don't give in. Don't give in. Never quit. You are one decision away from being a champion. Adios. Hey guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Tyson Durfee Show. If you don't mind, please, please, please subscribe to this podcast if you felt like you got value. Also, if you don't mind, write a review. 
Both of those things significantly help me out in getting the show to more people. And don't forget that there are more episodes. So go on to the next one. Give it a listen, and I'll see you guys soon. Adios.